Parshas Matos Shishi, chapter Lamed Beis, verse Aleph, Pedik Lamed Beis, Pasuk Aleph, thirty-two, chapter thirty-two, verse one. In this chapter, we're going to read about how the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruvain, they requested a portion on this side of the Jordan before they uh, crossed, that that should be their inheritance, and Hamash Rabbeinu is making the condition with them. But I just wanted to first, uh, a general uh, question that I had, I need to look up in the Mepharshim, is that it seems from what we learned uh, previously in Parshas Pinchas that the land that was distributed to all the uh, 12 tribes, or to the older tribes, and um, it worked by the Goyrel, it worked by the amount of people, but certainly each tribe was together and the portions that they got together. So it seems uh, quite clearly that also the Bnei God and Bnei Ruvain were part of that distribution. What was divided over there seems like to be just the land of Canaan itself. Because later on in Parshas Masai, when the Torah talks about in Shlishi that this is the land, that certainly talks about specifically the land of Canaan, in which eventually only nine and a half Shvatim took part, uh, got a portion, uh, minus Bnei Godin, Bnei Ruven, and then later on also half a Shevet of Menashe. Um, in the Brisbane Abisorim, when Hashem promised Avraham, we find ten nations over there. And Rashi points out over there that three of their nations, uh, three of these nations are going to be Keni, Knizia, Kadmoini, which is Amin, Edem, and Moyov, are going to be Laosid Lovey. But one of the seven nations over there is Eretz Refoim. And Rashi says this is the land of the Refoim, as well as one of the other nations represent the two kings and the Mamleches, Oig Melech Abashon, Melech So they were part of Hashem's promise to Avram. But yet, when the Torah says, Zeus Oretz Ligvuli Seho, that excludes. Uh, that area. So I don't know what it was mean, meant to be uh, initially uh, as a part that they would get, uh, but uh, then they shouldn't, uh, but they're not going to divide it. So when they divided in Parshas Pinchas, uh, they never divided that part of Sichon and Oig, even though in the Pasuk over there, it's amongst the seven nations, uh, which are two of the seven are, uh, I mean, two of the ten, and three besides the three of Laos and Lavoy, refer to to the lands of the Amoiri and the Refoim, uh, which, um, which, which are given to Avram, and yet um, they were not uh, divided over there. So the uh, question is, I mean, why and how How did this work over there? But here we see in, in, in later on in Masai that that was Eretz Canaan. But then what happens with the land that was apportioned to the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruven? It seems like it was apportioned to them. And now and they must have gotten a, a please. Rashi said before each one put in a hand in the kalpi and took out the, the boundaries and took out his area. The Bnei God, the Bnei Ruven must have been uh, a part of it. Or So L'Chaira, we have to say that the Pasik in Pinchas is only telling you how it should be divided, how it should be distributed. 
but they didn't do it then yet. So, Lepoil uh, Mamish, since they asked their part in the other side of the Yardin, uh, then later on, that is the way it was divided. Uh, uh, at that point, the division wasn't done yet. It was done now, Pia Gurdel, and that happened later on. But since the Bnei Gurdel and Bnei Ruven, the Gurdel ended up showing the way Moshe Rabbeinu uh, later on apportioned it. Uh, even though we learn in this parsha, we learn that they went and they built up and they got their places, so it was almost uh, not necessary for the girdle to say anything for these at least shvatim because or to prove because they got it not through the girdle, they got it through Moshe um, Rabbeinu giving it to them. But yet we have to say that in the very beginning, when Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, when Abraham Avinu was told these nations, they weren't all at the same level, even though it says all the seven nations, the ten nations together, just like three of them were meant uh, for La'asid Lavi, these two were just meant to what? To to be conquered. I mean, in the story in the Chumash, it almost seems like because Sichin and Oig, they went out to war, that's why the land was uh, smitten, but technically that was initially given to Avram Avinu. Unless we should say that actually... It was the Torah was only saying this al shema osid because the Abishter knew that they will go out to war and the pasuk records there what's going to happen. But l'chatchila, this was Eretz Kenan. That was the land that Hashem gave to the Bnei Yisrael. And even though the pasuk over there mentions all of them, but it's in, in, by Avram, by Brisbane Apisodim, it's only because that's the way it happened at the end. So it seems that this is the way it took place. That um, Hashem. Um, said the way it should be distributed but these people got it not by the regular distribution and then eventually the rest of the Eretz Canaan was divided just amongst the, the rest of the Shvatim the nine and a half Shvatim because the two and a half uh, eventually also the Chatz uh, Shevet Menashe was added to the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruvain, and uh, Moshe himself added them to them as we will see and um and that's why they got on the other side of the Yardin, and then eventually it was corroborated by the Chalukah, as the Pasuk says in Parshas Pinchas. This is the Pshat. Now we're going to inside. Pasuk Aleph. There was lots of cattle to the sons of Reuven, sons of God. Notwithstanding the fact they were in the desert, we read all the time, that they needed water for their cattle and they needed um, food for them. And the, the posse mentions that uh, we're going to die without water, as they said. But particularly the Bnei Ruv they had a lot of cattle. Otsum Oid, it was very, uh, very much. It was very strong, meaning powerful, a lot of stuff, a lot of cattle. But Yiru as Eretz Yazir. So they saw the land of Yazir versus Eretz Gilad and the land of Gilad. Now we read already about the land of Yazir over there in Parshas Chukas in Perik Chof Aleph, Posek Lamed Beis. It says, Vayishlach Moshe leragil es Yazir So those that he sent to spy it, and Rashi says there that they themselves went to and conquered it. So it says over there the land of Yazir, uh, but here it seems like that was a major area, Eretz Yazir. And also the Eretz Gilad, they were all of the land over there of the Sikhra Negrashi, we'll say later on. 
so they saw it, and the place was a very good place for cattle. It had a lot of grazing. It was a very fertile land, for good for the for the cattle. So pasuk base so the sons of God and Reuven came by Yemro Moshe. They said to Moshe, "Well, the Lazar Hakoyin, and to Lazar the Koyin, well, Nisie Ha'Eda Leimer, and to the leaders of the community, saying, the leaders of the community must have been to the uh, old Nisim from the other tribes. Um, each tribe had its Nasi. Uh, so what do they come and they say? And they say, Pasi Gimulat Torres." These are all cities Rashi will say from Sichel and Oig. Some of them we had mentioned before. These are all cities as Rashi is going to say. Cheshbon we had before, we had Yazir before, and looks like there's an Eretz Yazir, and then there is also a city, looks like of Yazir. But all these cities are Torish, the Divin, the Yazir, the Nimra, the Cheshbon, the Olay, Usvom, and the Oin. And Rashi says, Torish, the Divin, the Koimer, the Eretz Sichen, the Oigoi. They were from the land of Sichen, the Oig. And the Pasik Dal says, Oretz Asher Hiko Hashem. That is the land that Hashem has smitten before the Jewish community. Eretz Miknehi, it's a land for cattle. And your servants have cattle. So, Posikhei, what is their request? If we find favor in your eyes, let this land be given to your servants as an inheritance and hold on, that was going to be ours. Do not make us go over the yard into the other side in Eretz Yisrael. So they were asking to stay on this side of the yard. So Moshe so responds to the Vnegod of Nehruven. Shall your brothers then go to war and you will sit here? So Rashi explains that is a in a question rhetorically saying, is it, uh, you think that your brothers will go to war and you will just sit over here? And he starts to rebuke them. He says, Why should you prevent the heart of the sons of Israel? From wanting to pass to the land that Hashem has given to them. So we see clearly also in this Pasuk that Hashem has given them the other side as the defined uh, part will be said later on. So as mentioned before, even though Hashem, Nosan Lahem, the Eretz Refoim, and the Eretz Hamoidi, which is on this side, but yet that probably is Al Shema Osid, that because the war that took place, Hashem did give him, but at that point, the main place and what is Eretz Yisrael is, what is the land is Nosan Lahem Hashem, is on the other side of the Yarden. Dr. Ashi, Dr. that you will remove their heart, meaning you'll take away the desire. You're going to prevent their heart from passing by. Rashi has already said earlier in Perik Lamed, Posig Vov, that Vimheni Avia Oisa, and Rashi uh, actually 
said there that uh, it means to uh, remove Lashon Meniyah Vahasoro. As Rashi quotes the Pasuk over here from Velomo Siniun, uh, that you will prevent them to go. How are they going to prevent them? Because even though your reasoning is not because you're afraid, but your reasoning is because you have mikna. But you svurim, they will think that you are afraid to go over the Jordan to land of Canaan. Because of the war that you need to wage, the and the strength of those cities and the people there, and therefore you're going to prevent, and you're going to take away the desire want to go over, and he continues to tell them that koi osu So your fathers did, When I sent them from the place kodesh barneya. Uh, where the hidden war at the time that the spies, uh, the people that went to uh, search out the land, was sent the Maraglim, orders to see the land. Now here, the Pasuk refers to the place that he sent them was Kodesh Barnea. That means a Kodesh that was in Barnea. So Rashi says that the Kodesh Barnea kach shemo. The name is really Kodesh Barnea. So even though uh, before in Parsha Shlach we find uh, just it called Kodesh, like in uh, in Perikid Gim Pasuk Chavov, it says Vayelchova Yoshvoyu El Moshvel Arin Ve'Kol Adas Bnei Yisrael El Midbar Porin Kodesh to Kodesh, and also um, the Pasuk says they came to Midbar Porin. So this uh, Kodesh. Uh, was, is mentioned just uh, not Kodesh Barnea, just Kodesh. But Rashi is telling you that really the name is Kodesh Barnea, even though it says Kodesh. Now we also find another name of just Kodesh, which is not the same. Because we find that uh, the it says the, they came to Midbar Tzin. This was Midbar Porin, and that's why that's Kodesh Barnea, as we learn uh, in the parshas, uh, the end of parshas Baaloischa and parshas Shlach, that it was in Kodesh in uh, Midbar Poron, but the uh, Kodesh, uh, other Kodesh mentioned that is it says Vayavoyu Kolo Edo Midbar Tzin and Bachodesh Hadisham Yeshuam BeKodesh. So there was a Kodesh over there. That Kodesh is not Kodesh Barnei. That's a Kodesh Stam. Kodesh Hoyu. There were two Kodesh. So the real name of Kodesh was Kodesh Barnea for the one that the Maraglim were sent from. And that's why the Posik says here, Mikodesh Barnea. Posik test. And Bayalu Ad Nachal Eshkel. So they came up till when I sent the, uh, uh, sent them to go up. And again, it says Sholchi Oisom, as we said. Rashi said for Parsha Shlach that it was Hashem saying, Ani, uh, I'm not telling you to send them, but Shlach Lecho, Ledaitchani, and Mitzavelach, as Rashi points out, and we learn also in Chumish Dvarim like that. Uh, and there the Posik says uh, that he, when he sent them up, it says in Posik of Gimel, Perig Gimel, Vayavoyu Adnachal Eshkel, they came from the valley of Eshkel. So he says, Vayalu Adnachal Eshkel, and they came up to Nachal Eshkel. And uh, and then the posse continues that they took the um, the the 
cluster of grapes, and they showed they went to show them. But anyway, they came to Nachal Eshkel. So the pasuk says, "Vayalad Nachal Eshkel, Vayiru Esoares," and they saw the land. Vayoniu Eslev Bnei Yisrael, and they removed, as Rashi Taish before Tniun, removed, and they uh, took away the desire of the heart of Bnei Yisrael. The vilti boyala orets not to come to the land that Shnos Lam Hashem that Hashem has given to them. And then, as a result, prosecuted by Yichar Af Hashem by Yemahu. So God's anger was uh, uh, burnt and uh, uh, flared in that day by Yishava Lamer, and he swore, saying, "Prosecuted Aleph Im Yiru Hanoshim Ha'Olim Mitzrayim." If these men who came up of Mitzrayim, Mi Ben Esrim Shana Vamaila, those who are twenty years and up. Now, in this pasuk, we can actually almost teach that those who went up of Mitzrayim, who were twenty years old when they went up of Mitzrayim, not that they were twenty years old of the Shiluch Hameraglim, which was the second year. And if we start counting the years from Tishrei, as Rashi says in Parshas Kisiso, so he says, and as Rashi has said that the Gezeda actually was starting from the Egel, uh, the first year, uh, as Rashi uh, says in Parshish Shlach, um, that, um, and uh, it would seem almost Mubin Esrim Shona, but not these were that would Esrim Shona, that were uh, in the second year uh, counted. Uh, but that's another discussion, uh, because uh, the, they were, the, the Pekudim took place in the second year, so it was not only Olim Mitzrayim, they went on Mibben Esrim Shona, means L'chayra, 20 years at the time of the Shiluah Hameraglim, and from the time Mitzrayim, they were already 21, but if they came up Mitzrayim, they were 20 years at that point, and because they were the Pekudim, because the Pekudim were only counted at the second year, as Rashi says in, in Kisisa, uh, that's how come the numbers matched up in the counting that took place after Yom Kippur and the counting that took place on Aleph Ir, that is in the beginning of Bamidbar. But in any event, so we're saying that if any of these people that come up of Mitzrayim from 20 years and up will see a Sohadoma, the land that that I have sworn to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, for they have not uh, fulfilled after me. I mean, they have not followed Hashem. It also seems like, again, the Nishbat Lavrom Litzchel Yaakov would talk about the Ever Hayardin. Uh, we know already Rashi says in the Chomesh that they did not uh, live uh, up to the 40th year. Rashi says that the Mesa Midbar uh, were already Kol Ha'edo in Parshas Chukas. Rashi says two times that they were already all, uh, all, all of them have died before they entered uh, the 40th year. When they came, Kol uh, Ha'edo, there were no Kol Ha'edo, Rashi says. And uh, we also know uh, from the Gemara that on Tezvav of the Yontav was because Kolomese Midbar by the last Tishabov, but it doesn't seem like even if the people would die in the 40th year, um, that that would not be Ashenishbaiti Lavroham, because uh, Nishbait Lavroham refers to the actual land of Eretz Yisroel. 
um, not only on the Eved Ayardin, the Eretz Sichen Ve'oig, which would be the Eretz Refoim. But in any event, uh, because they have not fulfilled, they have not be wholesome, not, not a full-heartedly, uh, fully went after Hashem. Bilti, the exception to this is Kolev ben Yefuna. Kolev, the son of Yefuna. Now the Torah titles him also Aknizi. The Aknizi, as Rashi will explain in a minute. And the Yeshua bin Nun and Yeshua, the son of Nun. Kimilu Acharei Hashem. They did fully go after Hashem and they uh, did not go along with the spies. They will uh, enter, uh, they will see the land, they will enter into Eretz Yisrael. Why does he call Kolob and Yifun HaKnizi, the Knizi? So Rashi says that HaKnizi, Rashi says that uh, Kolev's mother ended up, after being married to Yifuna, uh, ended up marrying later on to uh, Knaz. And he was raised by Knaz. Knaz was his stepfather. Um, so um, we uh, call him also Knizi because he is also a son of Knaz as his stepfather because his mother married Knaz. He was a stepson of Knaz. His mother married later on Knaz. The Yoldo Loi Imoi. And the mother of Kolev gave birth to Knaz. Imoi uh, Kolev. The mother of Kolev gave birth to Knaz after she married him as Osniel. Uh, Osniel, because we find, therefore, that the Pesach in Yeshua says, Osniel ben Knaz Achikolev. I mean, Rashi, I don't know why Rashi has to say it over here, bring in the whole thing. Um, it almost seems like Rashi uh, brings this down because the Emerson, the Pesach is schwer. Why does the Pesach all of a sudden decide to call Kolev ben Yifuna Haknizi? We have Kolev ben Yifuna throughout the Chumash, doesn't mention him. Uh, ever as Haknizi. Why are we saying over here? Uh, apparently, this is a hint that has to do already with going into Eretz Yisrael. And that Pasik in Yeshua uh, already talks about the distribution of the land of Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, uh, Rashi therefore explains the Yodla Imeshel Kolov Esesniel, and that was uh, connected to there to distribution of the land, as we learned over there in the Perek Yeshua, Pasuk Tezvav, Pasuk Yud Zayim. Pasuk Yud Gimel. So, they were the exception. So, this is still Moshe Rabbeinu rebuking the Bnei God, Bnei Ruvin, who came to ask. So, Vayichar Af Hashem Yisrael. He repeats, already said, that Hashem's anger flared on the, on the, on the Yisrael. Vayiniyem Bamidbar, and he... Move them around in the desert, Arboim Shona, for 40 years. So they spend 40 years moving around in the Midbar. Uh, and, but we'll learn later on that it's actually not so bad as one thinks that they were tra- traveling the whole 40 years. As Rashi in the beginning of uh, Midbar says just the opposite. Rashi, the first Rashi in Rashi's Masay, Rashi will say, Even though he says, that He caused them, he decreed to move around the Midbar. Don't think that they were moving around for all 40 years. 
lois la menucha. Because there's only 42 masoes, and uh, the 14 were in the first year, and then Rashi makes the cheshben. Uh, so they, uh, after everything else, and everything else that is, comes out, that on uh, 38 years, they only went 20 masoes, as Rashi brings down. So, notwithstanding the Pasuk saying by Niyim Bamidbar, it was not so bad. It was Rachmanes, as Rashi will say later on, for 40 years. Until the entire nation, generation of those who did bad, Hashem, in the eyes of Hashem. The generation did bad is the 20 year olds. Like I said, 20 year olds at the time of Shiluch HaMaraglim, the time that Vayichar Hashem. Uh, not only from the Egel, from the first one, uh, uh, first year, but also from the second year, those Oisara Beine Hashem. And uh, that whole generation, uh, that whole generation died. Uh, because as Rashi said over there, that's why there was Arboim Shono, as Rashi explained in Parsha Shlach, in Posik Perik Yudalat, Posik Lamet Gimel, that nobody died, Pachusmi Shishim. That's why the Abishter made them to go around for 40 years. So now that the entire generation, they all died, besides the Kolev and Yifuna, so now we're ready to go to Israel. So, Moshe Rabbeinu is rebuking the Bnei Gad and saying to them, Now you have stood up in the place of your parents, Tarbus Anoshim Chatoim, students or learnt uh, a growth of of bad uh, sinner people, to add more Al Hashem on the anger of of Hashem El Yisrael to the Yidden. Dr. Ashi, what does it mean, Lispois? Lispois means Kimoi Sifu Shono Al Shono. To add year to year, it's a Pasik in Yeshaya Chavtes, Pasik Aleph. Over there, the Pasik says, uh, add year on year uh, after the Karbonis were no longer available in the Yeshaya Chavtes Aleph, they weren't available anymore to atone. So that means that the sins of each year are adding to the next year onto the following year because there's nothing to atone for them. So we see Lashon of Svu means to add Shon al Shona. Or the other Pasik is in Yirmir Zayn Pasik of Aleph. Rash says, The Torah says, The Torah says, Over there, uh, the Pasik was also, Yirmir was rebuking them and saying, Since Hashem does not want your carbonates, so you might as well add and take the oilies, the burnt offerings, and add it to the shlomim offerings. Uh, at least the shlomim offerings, the owners eat something to that. You have no use of just bringing oilies and totally destroying the animal, not benefit. You might as well uh, add the oilies. Sfu to uh, add to the shlomim and not burn them over there. So the word sfu is lotion to sefes comes from the language of to add in addition. So he's saying to them, you're coming to add to add to a God's anger over the Yisrael. So he says, Pasuk Tezvav, Kisushuvun me'acharov, for you are turning away from following 
Hashem from going behind Hashem. And then Hashem will uh, continue more to leave them in the desert. And you are going to ruin it and cause damage to the entire people uh, that are with you. So this is what Moshe Rabbeinu was telling Bnei God So they responded. Posik to Zayim. Vayigishu a love. They came close to him. Even though they were there talking to him the whole time. What does it mean? Vayigishu a love. It's like Vayigash a love Yehuda. Vayigishu a love. They wanted to come close. Vayimru. And they said. Gidrei soin nivna limiknenu. So the Gidre sign, I'm not sure if the word Gidre comes from Russian Geder, fences for the sheep or dwelling places, the places for the sheep to stay, Nivna Limikneinu, we will build for our sheep. Because remember, the whole thing came about, it says, Mikne uh, Rav, and Mikne um, means just in general cattle, cattle, uh, which include everything, but here specifically they're talking about the sign. The sheep. Uh, so they said that the Gidre Soin they will build for their sheep. Nivna uh, We will build the places for the sheep for our cattle. Mikneinu. Uh, they use uh, for the Soin, but then they use the Lashn Mikneinu. Poi over here. And then also Vaorim Litapenu. And we'll make build the cities for our uh, small children. I guess and also the wives and the rest of the families over there. And then they're going to say, we're going to go ahead and we're going to wage the war ahead of even of the rest of the Bnei Yisrael on the other side of the Yarden as they will continue. But now Rashi points out over here the order, the way they said, first they're going to build for their uh, uh, sheep and then they're going to build the cities. Dr. Rashi, Nivna Limikneinu Poi, first they said they're going to build for their cattle here, uh, so first thing they're taking care of the cattle. They were more protective and they cared more about their monetary, the animals, more than their sons and daughters. Uh, the Pasuk uses tapenu, which is small children, but it's understood that it means also the son and daughters. And I guess for small children needs more building than just uh, for the adults is not so uh, important the Nivna Orim Litapenu, so that's more, but Rashi says for Mnei Mnuseim, Shehik Dimu Miknem Litapon, because they went and they proceeded to talk about the uh, first for the cattle before their uh, children, for the small children. Still left on the sea, Rashi changes Loshim from Tapam to Bnei Mnuseim. So Amr Lehem Moshe, so Moshe says to them, in the Pesach, Moshe's response, Moshe Rabbeinu, when he ex- makes the deal, reviews the deal, so he says uh, to them in another order. And that's why Moshe was telling them, Loikein Asu, don't uh, do so. Iker, make on the other, don't do so. Loikein. Asu Iker Iker, Vatofel Tofel. Make what is important, important, and what's secondary, secondary. And that's why in his language it says, B'nu lochem, t'chila, orim l'tapechem. Over there it says, B'nu lochem, orim l'tapechem. Uh, so that is t'chila. First build the cities for tapchem. And then you will build 
gidres l'tzenachem. Then you build the gidres for your sheep. And then they continue when they got the to say. So while we're going to build that for them, for our, for the small children, and for the sheep, for the cattle. But we will hastily arm ourselves. So chushim is hastily. Nechalitz will go out, arm ourselves hastily. Lifnei Bnei Yisrael. We'll go on ahead of the rest of the, the Bnei Yisrael. Until we break, break, bring them to their place. Till we bring them to the place. The Yoshav Tapeinu. But in the meantime, our small children will sit in the fortified cities. That will be fortified in front of the other people in the land. They shouldn't come and attack it. We'll arm ourselves quickly. Necholetz is, we'll arm ourselves quickly. Kemoi, like the verse says in Yeshaya Periches Posik Gimel, Maher Sholol Chosh Baz. That is when Hashem was saying to Yeshaya that he should call his son that was born to him. And that was represented by the fact that Sancheref, the king of Asher, is going to come very quickly, and the Chodanetzer, the king of Bavel, to spoil and to rob the Bnei Yisrael. Maher Sholol, quickly to take the spoil, Chosh, quickly Baz. So we see the word Chosh, meaning uh, very quickly. And likewise, we also find the Posik Yimair Yochisha in Yeshaya Perikei Posik Yutes. And that is talking about those who make fun about the prophecy of the punishment. Uh, he said, Yimayir Yechishu, let him quickly and hastily bring forth uh, the punishment to see if the Novi is speaking truth. So again, we see Loshni Yechishu coming um, from the language Chosh over here, Nechushim means quickly. And they said they're going to go to Fnei Bnei Yisrael, before the uh, what does it mean? That they're going to be in the head of the armies. Now, that would only be valuable if they would uh, be uh, good warriors that can go in the head if they don't know how to fight. So what's the benefit? So Rashi says, Because they were uh, strong. They were very strong. That's why they offered, and this was a good offer, because we actually see by God in the brachas uh, that Moshe Rabbeinu gave them at the end, uh, it says in Dvarim Lamed Gimel Paschov, it says the Torah Zeroya Avkotkit. That the strength of the Bnei God, you can tell when you looked at the dead of the enemy that were killed, they would cut the head and the hand with one chop of the sword. So that means that they were very strong, uh, very strong. So this was the um, this was the uh, offer, and that's why they went and they said they're going to go ahead until they bring it to their place. And the Rashi says that Moshe also repeated Moshe Lohem Dvorim in Dvorim in Eilat Dvorim in Chumash Dvorim in Pashas Dvorim in Perek Gimel Ches. So Moshe Rabbeinu recounts and he says, I instructed you at that time, and says, 
that armed you shall pass before your brothers, the sons of Israel, all men of army, they go in front. And actually, when it took place in Yeshua, when they entered Yerich, the Pesach says, those armed went in front of them. Who is this Cholutz? So Tarashi is a Reuven the God. This is Reuven the God. They fulfilled the promise that they made over here that they were going to be in the head of the line of waging the war. But they said in the meantime, our small children will sit in those fortified cities while we're still by our brothers fighting with them and ahead of them, they will sit in the meantime in these cities in the fortified cities that we build now. We won't return home, the Bnei God Neruven said, until all the Bnei Yisrael will inherit each one their inheritance. Moshe uh, Rabbeinu said uh, to them that they were uh, uh, going to turn the people away and they said that they're going to uh, go uh, ahead. Moshe Rabbeinu, as we'll see later on, didn't demand of them uh, to stay there all the time. Uh, This is an offer that they offered more, as Rashi is going to point out later on in in the next parish in Pasuk Chavdalad, that they offered not to go back to their homes, not only until they conquer, but until until everybody will get their their inheritance. For we will not inherit with them from the other side in the Yarden and further. For our inheritance has come to us from this side of the Yarden, on the east side of the Yarden, um, uh, meaning there on the Meirev side, on the other side from the east side, uh, which is on the Meirev side of the Yarden. Zakrashi, Me'ever Hayarden, Zaklavaholo, Be'ever Hamarovi, that's on the west side which is from the Eivra Yarden Mizrocha, the, from the, it's on the other side of the Yarden, from the side which is the Mizrocha side. Kibon Achaloseinu, Zoktrashi, Kvar Kiblonu, Be'evra Mizrocha, we've already received it on the east side. And it seems like, because Moshe Rabbein, as we'll see in the next parasha, agreed to that, uh, then they went out of the lottery for Eretz Canaan, and they got their part over there on the Ever Hayard. So far we have about the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruvain. Eventually we also added the Chatsi Shevet Menashe, was added by Moshe Rabbeinu later on.